Are you working on your author career, but struggling to get that first book published? Does the goal of being an author seem too lofty? Or thoughts of having multiple books and making a full-time living are as fantastical as living in Cinderella's castle? Welcome to Discovered Wordsmiths, a podcast where aspiring authors can be heard. Join Steven Schneider as he finds and talks to authors you may not know, but authors that have gotten their foot on the author career path. Hear what they've done to get there and where they want to go now. Settle back. It's time for a bit of inspiration and advice. Come listen to today's Discovered Wordsmith. We are going to move on and talk to some, about some author stuff. So our topic is going to be perseverance, but yes. let's talk a few other things first. So what type of software or services do you like to use writing your book, publishing and all that? Gosh, that's a good question. Um, gosh, I can't believe it. I'm just like stunned here. One thing I do differently because I know a little bit about book design is I actually start typing my story in the book format in design, which is a book design program. That's a pretty hefty one. <laughs> yeah. And the reason I actually have word and book design, I've just started doing this where I will copy everything I've written in book design, paste it into the word document. So I also have a backup. Okay. So if heaven forbid technology fails, I have a backup, right? So what I find with book design by having the story in that layout, so you see the two pages, is it's almost, it's a trigger for me to be really extra picky when it comes to the rewrites, because I see it as a book. So I'm very critical compared to if I read it in a manuscript, like I have, I don't know, that's just something that works for me to be really critical. I have to see it in a book. And then it's like my little inside edit editor turns on and I'm just like, well, I'll, I'll rip my writing apart to make it better. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. That is a little different procedure. So yeah. that's cool. All right. So you've written several books. What are you doing different than what you did from the start? Oh gosh. That's another good question. The backing it up is different, but I tend, and thank God for my editor, I tend to complicate like i'll get multiple because i do i'm not a plotter okay there you go i'm not a plotter but come book three and book four i am plotting more okay, okay. i'm just i just and i think i'm going to i'm going to convert and no longer be a pantser <laughs> and plot more and i had oh god freddie cruz he from the greater houston area yeah, he was just on my podcast a couple weeks ago. He gave the best advice where he said he will plot like the first half of his novel and then stop and just let the creativity take over. And I thought that was the best advice ever. So that's what I'm going to do more of. And yeah, and it's weird because with the first draft of book four, because it takes place in Holland, I've already started keeping it lean with two storylines, because I think I'm concerned about getting all the details right with the location. So I'm telling myself, okay, take what you're doing in book four and apply it to book three as you work through the edits. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Nice. All right. And yeah. what are you doing to market your book? Oh, gosh. Thankful. That's <laughs> Oh, for coming on this podcast. Yeah. I'll do, I'll be a part of different giveaways. It, it, for example, my, I have a sister and she's a sewist and she has her business called Lanyosh Handmade. So she will do a yearly um, contest with sewists. And so she'll ask for donations. So I'll donate a book, right? I, I, no troubles donating a book. Okay. Yeah. So if someone needs a book, okay, <laughs> you know, it, it, if you're in the U S and Canada, if you need a book as a prize, I have no troubles doing that. Um, I will, like I say, appear on podcasts. I have a newsletter and I'll talk about my books. Again, the newsletter you can access through the website, the chasecvartstudio.net. And I have been going to markets and I've been successful at markets. And for someone who is a bit of an introvert, who has a hard time making small talk, I'm doing okay. (laughs) I'm doing okay. As long as I can talk about my books, I'm okay. So yeah. And I had a couple of book signings. So that that's been pretty cool. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's talk about our main topic, perseverance, which I think hopefully everybody understands how important that can be but what made you want to choose perseverance as a topic to discuss just thinking of my own situation and i think of an if i was a new author now what advice would i want to hear and i'd want to hear someone's story and i'm going to say such as mine where i was writing for 10 years and i was having success with three short stories being published And I was submitting to book publishers and I was getting rejections. And when I stopped, it was about three years shy of 2013 when self-publishing no longer became taboo and it exploded. And of course, I missed that boat. Okay. Yeah, me too. I totally missed that boat. I would just say, even if you think you won't be, like I didn't, I remember saying to my friends, no, I don't think I'll be doing any more writing. (laughs) And... Like how many you, books to go? <laughs> yeah. And if you need to take that break, that's okay. That's really, that's okay. And just maybe it's not your time or it's not the right time. Okay. And I still wrote, but it was more like personal training articles. So I still had my fingers into doing some writing. It just wasn't creative. And I am, it takes me about a year and a few months to write a novel. There are some authors out there who are incredibly fast and they're publishing, self-publishing a book like every two, three months. That's not me. That's not my process. Um, You take however long you need to write a book that has your name on it that you feel proud about. Okay. This, there isn't a race. This isn't a race. And another great piece of advice I received was do not compare your writing journey with anyone else's. Yes. I was going to bring that up. I was going to mention yeah. that because I think a lot of authors, still a lot of people, they have that thought is, oh, I'm going to write a book, publish it, and I'll retire next week. 
you know, it'll be instant success. And more and more you hear that's not it. It's the ones that keep going, keep trying. I listen, I've met and I listen to the podcast called Writers Inc. has J.D. Barker on it. Um, he talks about some of the things he's done and it, perseverance, just keep trying, just keep doing something new, something different. It's the ones that I've seen, I've gone some author events, a conference for authors, and I've seen somebody who was not attending the conference have a table set up trying to sell their mystery book. And I'm looking yeah. at it like, this is a book of fiction, right? Yes. Yeah. And I thought everybody'd be interested because I'm an author and you're an author. I'm like, but we're here to do author stuff. We want to buy books on how to be an author, how to write craft and all that. You're trying to sell as yeah. a fiction book. Nobody wants that right now. So my yeah. point is that people get these expectations. Oh, I'll go to this author event and I'll be super popular. Yeah. You're one of a thousand people. Nobody. Yeah. And it's yes. Perseverance to keep trying, but sometimes you got to make sure you're trying things that are moving you forward. The right thing. Yeah. You don't know what that is. An author table may not be the right thing. It may be. You got to make sure yeah. you're doing it correctly too. Yeah. <laughs> don't give up. Yeah. And I, for the longest time I was working full time and I remember, yeah, sitting on the city bus, 45 minute drive into work and coming home and I'd get out my writing. I thank goodness I could read and write on a bus. Like I, I didn't get, I never got motion sick. So I would write on the bus. Okay. And I know I had a few people who'd be sitting beside me looking at, at what I was writing. And I remember trying to squeeze in if I had a 45 minute or an hour lunch break, I'd be grabbing my writing and I'd be writing on my lunch break if I, yeah. So just trying to squeeze it in when I could. And the other thing I notice a lot of authors, they think that first book and they will spend years pushing that first book without writing a second book. And everything I keep yeah. hearing is write your next book, write your next three books, yeah. one series, different series, just get more books out there because that's when something may click and someone will discover the right thing and other stuff will take off. It just seems like the strategy of writing one book for five years, perfect, perfecting it, and then yeah. pushing that one book for the next three years is not yeah. the best strategy. Not necessarily a book a month, but at your pace, get more books out. And I was just talking to an author, I forget. And I said, honestly, I think if a new author, newer than me author, what's the best strategy? I'd be like, write five books in the next five years, but don't publish any of them until you've written all five of them, because you'll yeah. find how much better you've gotten and you have a better idea of the industry. And you, then you can like do however you want to release them all at once, schedule them out. You can schedule them every six months and keep your name out. You know, there's strategies in that. To me, that seems like if I could go back in time, that's what I would tell myself to do. And writing each book is a different experience. Yes. I think Dealer's Child, that the second book was hard, right? Like the second book was hard. And I don't know whether that's because I had more expectations from myself. And book three was a little easier. and. Just because of, I think it's knowledge I've gained. And this book four seems easier because of knowledge I've gained and more authors I've met. I have an author, another author out of the US who, because it deals with espionage and that's his field, 
he's going to help me. So it's just it plays into exactly what you just said. It, that's the thing with the perseverance. That's a huge keyword, I think, for just about everybody. Yeah. I was talking to an author who's been a full-time author for almost a decade, has written before that. And he's, he's like, I never broke the bestseller list. I'm not selling so many books. I'm ready to retire. Is this worth it for me? Or what should I be doing? And he's not giving up, not stopping, just trying to figure yeah. out what's the best next step, ne next course for him. And that's still perseverance, still going. And what I've discovered for me is author is not the only title or the biggest part of my whole overall business or brand. I work with kids on, I'm starting to, I should correct that, work with kids yeah. on storytelling for video games. So I'm helping oh, teach kids to write and doing stories, not only short stories and books, but video games. So the books themselves are just part of what I'm doing. And that's yeah. another form of persevering and getting out there. Creativity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I know some authors that they create maps and games and all sorts of stuff for their books. Sometimes that's where the books themselves, oh, it's not selling. Well, what else are you doing? Uh, yeah. Sometimes you got to think outside the box and we get focused. Here's another example. Sorry. Went to a conference last year and no, there, was an cool. <laughs> there was an author talking about how she writes serial fiction and yeah. every year she starts in January or in July, I'm sorry. And every day a new chapter comes out for till the end of the year. And that's her whole thing. And, but it's okay. romance and people are paying tons of money for this and she has a very good living doing it. Yeah. Suddenly everybody at the conference is going, oh, I need to do that. I need to schedule. I'm like, really? This doesn't fit yeah. everybody. I'm like, science fiction people are not going to pay for a serial every day. That's just not the thing. So it's good to go to the conferences and hear this stuff. But again, you have to evaluate it. What works for you? And I switched yeah. it up. I'm creating a mailing list for teachers and educators and parents that they can sign wow. up. And it's a serial fiction story that gets emailed to them for their class. So every week wow. the class is getting the story. Same type of idea, but using it for my thing. Yeah. But if I hadn't gone to that conference and gotten the idea and then been able to evaluate it for my thing, I wouldn't have thought of doing that. Yeah. So that's well, me persevering. I'm actually you playing with this idea because I like creating art. For the longest time, I've always said I wanted to write a children's book. And I'm taking a writing, it's through Simon Fraser University. It's called the Writer's Studio. And we, I have to credit. So here I am, I swear, all the students, they're old enough to be my daughter. Okay, <laughs> my daughters. But I'm like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. So what happened was two of the students, because we're on break, sent an email and said, do you want to, who wants to be a part of a secret scribe? So instead of a secret Santa, you put your names like in a virtual hat and you pull a name and that person has listed, let's say, like for me, I listed skateboards, thriller, bathtub races, like five things I wanted to see in a story. And uh, so you pull this person's name and you write a 250 to 500 word short story. So I participated in this and the one I received, it was, I needed to write about a zebra rowing to shore in a canoe and a crystal ball. 
And I never thought I had the story in me, but, and I, I don't know about you, but I just, the thought of writing a short story literally gives me hives because I'm used to the long form, right? So I wrote this short story and I thought, okay, I could illustrate this. This could be a short story. This could be a children's picture book. And I think I just might go ahead and do that in 2023. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. here's another thought, though, that you made me think of. I've run across some younger kids, preschoolish age, kindergarten age picture books, but it's yeah. about the history of rock and roll. And it has Guns N' Roses in it, it has Prince, it has Queen, it has all these classic rock artists done yeah. in kid picture book style. And it talks a little bit about the rock. And, roll. and I'm thinking, wow, that's something you wouldn't think of because you're a fairyland and unicorns and stuff. But I looked at it and like, I would buy that book for my kids. So what we don't have and I've never seen is that same type of kids picture book with motorcycles and a, mo a kid's motorcycle gang or something. Not a gang. Really, I can guarantee there's parents out there that would say, a motorcycle book for my kid? All right. So there's another great idea. I think that would be awesome to see something like that. That is a really good idea. That's and, a really, okay. And even better, you get a group of these kids that are riding their bikes and they run across a mystery. You have the younger versions of your main characters when they're older or something like that. Think of Charlie Brown and Snoopy, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and they yeah. dealt with some heavy issues. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you know what I'm going to be thinking about while I'm shoveling snow later? Well, I love getting back with authors a year and a half after I talked to them and seeing what they've done, what changed, what's different. So I would love to make a note and contact you around Christmas time next year. And what'd you do, Joanna? What books do you have? Let me, let me let's see it and talk about that. I'm going to put it on my calendar when we're done. <laughs> I would love that. Now you've given me a deadline and I yes, worked a deadline. You go. <laughs> that would be awesome. And I'll tell you, I don't have a whole lot of kids in my life, but I would definitely buy a kid's picture book with about kids with motorcycles or whatever. I think that would be awesome. Just what you were telling me about the one with the classic rock bands, yeah. which Queen, oh, he's a huge Queen fan. I would buy the book. I'd say I'm buying it for my child if I had that, but I'd actually, I'd be buying the book well, for me. research. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> for, for your book. Yeah, yeah. All right, Joanna, that's, I think we got some great ideas here for everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes. <laughs> this will probably air after Christmas. Yeah. So before we go, tie things up, do you have any other advice for new authors that you would give them? Just write. Just write. Whether it's 30 minutes during a lunch break, whether it's writing while on a bus. Okay. I remember once with my kids, I did a writing challenge where I was waking up at 4 a.m. and my youngest at the time was five and she heard me tiptoe downstairs. And she came down all bright-eyed in her little pink pajamas. And I said to her, okay, you really need to go back to bed. You don't get up till six. Mommy woke up at 4 a.m. <laughs> to do this writing challenge. So she was really sweet. She did go back to bed. But really, just write your story. Sometimes you may feel like you have to put blinders on because you're going to hear about all these other authors and their success and their movie deals and just write your story and make sure you're writing for 
you because you love to write. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Great. All right, Joanna, it's been really fun talking to you this afternoon. Uh, go get your shoveling done so I can do my shoveling later this week. Uh, <laughs> we'll make sure we get through the holidays. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. Hi, if you enjoyed this episode of Discovered Wordsmiths, please support the author. Go to their website, go to Amazon, look them up, get the book. And if you click on the link that I have in the show notes, you'll also help support the podcast so I can keep the hosting and all the software I use and uh, keep it running for, to help more authors. When I am recording this, we've got over 100 episodes, lots of authors. Go to the website, discoveredwordsmiths.com. Check it out. There's a lot of great authors, probably in some genre that you love. See what they have. Check out their books. That's what the point of the podcast is for. So people can discover new authors, find some new books they love, support the authors so they can continue writing. So please support them. And if you do like the podcast, if you've been thinking of podcasting or you're a writer, I've got some links also at the website. Click on those if you're interested in any of the software or services that I talk about. Everything that I have there is something I use. So I've got an affiliate link. Again, it's a little bit, if everyone clicked on those, if they were going to get it anyway, it helps keep the podcast going. So let's all help each other out, discover more authors to read. Thank you for listening to Discovered Wordsmiths. Come back next week and listen to another author discuss the road they've traveled and maybe sometime in the near future, it might be you.